This well, good morning, little brother. Is early break with Zip and Jay. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. Weekday mornings from 6 to 8 on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. It is that time of the week we talk to Husker Online's Sean Callahan. Sean, good morning. I saw an article yesterday that said that Illinois could be Nebraska's trap game this season, October 28th. That's the uh, first home game of October following two road games in a bye week. My question is this, Sean. Can a team that you've lost to twice in a row and a team that you were you are 3-9 last year, can you actually have a trap game with all that going on, Sean? Well, Nebraska will be probably favored in that game. I mean, I get it, Jake. They lost. I mean, yeah, it was a bad loss. Mm-hmm. It, was probably, it was their worst loss of the year. I mean, you go back and look at the computer rankings, um, eight of Nebraska's losses were to teams ranked 27 or higher in computer polls. Illinois was 62 or 63. Okay. Um, so it was clearly their only really bad loss when their other okay. eight losses were essentially their top 25 teams. Um, and I think four of them were the top tens in the, in the computer rankings. Um, so yeah, I mean it was it was a bad loss last year. One they shouldn't have lost. It was a loss that you know set the tone for the season. Um, so I, I'd have a hard time thinking Nebraska wouldn't be up for that game um, oh, after kind of the way it derailed things a year ago. You're right, Sean. Okay, now let's get down to the nitty gritty. Sean Callahan of HuskerOnline.com joins us. He's on the insight of everything. He has sources for his sources. Um, Sean, there was that photo circulating of Casey Thompson with a heavy wrap on his throwing hand. Um, what? Tell me about that and if that should be a concern. Casey Thompson is Nebraska's projected starting quarterback. How about Husker fans, by the way? They, they <laughs> uh, sought out a pastor and a pretty well-known pastor in, in uh, Oklahoma and that picture was on his like reel of Easter Sunday picture. Yeah, <laughs> they found it. Nebraska, they, fans. Nebraska fans found it, um, and it, it, it kind of had a day. But um, you know, I've talked to some people um, within the program, and it's it, it, it's just precautionary. You know, Casey had a pretty bad thumb injury at Texas. He uh-huh. went um, several months after the season ended, where he didn't even pick up a football um, and, and throw or do anything. And, you know, he didn't start doing that until he got up here um, in, the, in the winter. And he went through every practice. And, I, you know, I think it's sore because of the work you put it through. Um, so it's precautionary. You know, they've got a long break here. I mean, Nebraska is one of the first teams in the country that was done with spring football. Um, they, they won't come back for summer workouts for almost two months now. Um, so I think they're just letting them take it easy. Uh, with that and, and they have it set in place and kind of letting it rest okay then you were at a speaking engagement in Fremont uh, earlier this week with Teddy Prohaska was among the people there Teddy Prohaska is a pretty prominent figure in this big picture discussion he could be your starting left tackle how is Teddy reco- how is Teddy recovering from the knee injury suffered last year Oh, he's really close. He's 6'9", 325 right now. Um, but I think he'd like to maybe you know keep, keep working on his body and reshaping it more and more. But uh, he'll be cleared um, for everything this summer. Um, he, he was you know doing you know running and things this spring, um, just not at a full capacity. I, mean, I think they're being really careful. Uh, I heard his knee was all the way back in the Michigan game, and you know he was going against Aiden Hutchinson, who might be the number one pick next week in the draft. So. He's got a lot to build on. He's very confident. 
Um, and uh, I'm, I, you know, I think potentially he's the best offensive lineman they have on this roster. Join me, Sean Callahan. Sean, I mean, Teddy and, and and Casey are big parts of why this team would be successful this year. And I'm curious, ESPN's FPI put Nebraska with the best chance of winning the Big Ten West this year. That was of, as of last week. I mean, how how could that be possible? Do you buy into that at all? You know, schedule matters. I mean, they, they drop Ohio State and Michigan State and mm-hmm. replace them with the sixth place and the seventh place teams in the East a year ago. Uh, Indiana um, was last, and Rutgers, I believe, was sixth. They might, I think Rutgers was behind Maryland or right with Maryland in, in the final polls. But um, so that makes a difference. Um, they're going to be favored to start the year three and zero. Oklahoma comes into Lincoln. We don't know what they're going to look like with Dylan Gabriel and Brett Venables. Um, I mean, it's a good schedule, and I think that plays an impact in a poll like that when you start to weigh head-to-head games. Um, you know, Nebraska's first nine, it's about as good of a first nine games as they've had in a long time, uh, where you, know, you don't necessarily see anything on there that you're like, yeah, they're going to be 20-point underdogs in that game. Where I, I yeah. think you could say that, you know, the last few years, you know, at least double-digit dogs, um, you know, their first nine, you know, they're going to be favored in a majority of them, and um, you know, they've got a shot. So I think that plays a factor, but we still don't know a lot about this team. That's the other thing. And, you know, so you got to take it with a grain of salt when you look at those polls. And, you know, a year ago they played everybody really close. It's not like they were blown out. They were three behind, but, you know, the, the index polls and things say it was in the history, historical record say it was like the most unheard of three and nine team in college football history. So it's, it's really hard, as we know, to, figure out Nebraska football these days. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Okay, well, Sean, you seemed very interested. Sean Callahan of HuskerOnline.com joins us. You seem pretty interested in the USFL opening weekend. You saw Mike Riley coaching. You saw Riker Fife on his staff, Bob Diaco on his staff. What were your takeaways from the first weekend of the USFL? Guys, are you worried that you're losing your hair? Do you look in the mirror and see less hair looking back at you? Maybe you're thinking, it's cool, I'll shave it. Or I'll just wear a hat from now on. Or maybe even, I'll just break the bank to get plugs. But before you shave, hide, or replace your hair, have you thought about regrowing it? Because there are effective FDA-approved treatments that work. One is a prescription clinically proven to prevent further loss. The other is clinically proven to regrow your hair in two to four months. And both are available from Roman for just a dollar a day. Just complete a free online visit. Roman connects you to a U.S. licensed healthcare professional who will work with you to find the best treatment plan. Then Roman sends everything you need right to your door with free shipping and indiscreet packaging. Not just once, but every month. So guys, are you Roman ready for a thicker, fuller head of hair? Go to roco slash regrow. Do it today, and Roman will give you 20% off your first order. That's ro.co slash regrow. It's interesting. I mean, they have city teams, but everyone's in, in Birmingham. Okay. Um, so Plain you know, Birmingham. all the games are played in Birmingham, um, but I get it. It saves them a lot of money, um, you know, in, in the way the league is set up and operated. Uh, it, it's that, you know, players aren't making much money. You know, they're making $4,500 a game and 850 if they win. So you play a 10-game schedule. If you went undefeated, you could maybe make $60,000 mm-hmm. um, during the regular season. So these guys aren't making big bucks. Um, but it is interesting to see, like, Alonzo Moore playing, Josh Banderas. Um, you know, it, it, it's just kind of just to see how this one goes. And 
you know, the, the amount of firepower both NBC and Fox has put on this thing, mm-hmm. uh, having Joel Klatt involved and wow. Jason Garrett and Brock Hoard, uh, down the Brock line, uh, Chris Collinworth, yeah. kid, uh, Jack, and you know, it. They, they're trying to make this thing work, and you know, no one's been able to figure this out. It's been a long time. I mean, NFL Europe was like the last successful spring league, and that, that's because the NFL blessed it. And I, I still remember that sip when Lawrence Phillips had like the breakout year in 99 in NFL Europe, and then he parlayed that into the San Francisco 49ers where I believe he had a 1,000-yard year that next year before kind of he went off the rails. So there is a value in these leagues if, if, if it can just be run right. Yeah, I, I'm still interested in the fact that all the games are in the same place. I mean, if, you, if you're if you a fan of a team from a different city, if it's Houston, you, your games aren't played there in front of you. I mean, is it, is it sustainable, Sean? Well, think about this, travel. Um, you know, they're not going to make – they're not going to sell out or get a lot of tickets to these games. But when you travel these teams, and you can't bust these guys. you got to fly them. Yeah, See so how much money it costs yeah. to fly teams, yep. oh, God. football teams yeah. around the country – you're talking like long trips, yeah, and charter planes. Oh God! I mean, it's not like they. I mean, it's big dollars. So I, I think they're trying to just be really smart with how they budget this league and pay for it because it, it just it's not going to make it um, if, if they're having to fly everybody all around the country and on charter play planes to play in front of maybe ten thousand fans. NFL draft next week. Who is the first Nebraska player off the board? I think it's going to be Cam Jurgens. Um, I, I just think center is a, a unique position. I, I know uh, the Kuiper um, slash McShay mock draft that's on ESPN Insider. Um, they have Jurgens going third in the, or in the third round to so, the Ravens. Third round. And then Cam, Ta- uh, Cam Taylor Britt was also a third rounder just after Jurgens. So uh, we'll be busy on a Friday for the draft, and it's been a long time. I mean, you go back, I mean, Nebraska hasn't had a player drafted round four or better in a long time. I mean, all their picks in recent years have been five, six, seven, and I think there's a really good chance they can maybe have two in the third this year. Do you think that Cam Jurgens has the best chance at a good career of all the players being drafted for Nebraska this year, Sean? If he stays healthy, yeah. Okay. I mean, I, I just think he is such an athletic specimen Um just everything about him, the way he plays, the way he runs, his explosion, the way he's old school. I mean, he's a farm kid, tough, uh, humble, blue collar. I mean, everything about him, you know, he's got the right things you want. And, yeah, I, I think, you know, that that's a position, offensive line, center. Look, look at Dom Raiola. Um, You know, Dom, how long Dom Raiola lasted in the league. I mean, if you're a healthy, reliable center, you can play in this league for a long time. 14 years, Dominic. Yeah, 14 years for Tom. Sean, always good stuff. Thanks for the time. We will chat with you again next week. Okay, guys. Thank you. Husker Online, Sean Callahan. Can you remind me uh, what Brock's last name is? Heward. Why you kept saying Heward. Heward. <laughs> Heward Heward. How'd that, what, what happened there? I don't know, but Brock Heward there you go. was on the sidelines. You're, you're very well, aware who, of who Brock Heward is. Yeah, Heward. <laughs> um, I don't know. It's, a, it's, very, it's roughly the same, right? It's really not. Heward Heward. Mm. Anyway, he was on the side, Jake. Simple, siple. <laughs> he, was on the, yeah, he was on the sideline for the Birmingham, New Jersey game. He was, he was working. So I, in Klatt's a, a 
apparently. I'd like to know. Clats apparently involved. Yeah, I'd like to know these guys' thoughts. Okay, they're obviously very complimentary on the air. If you talk to them off the air, their thoughts on the league and the concept of, of having every game played in the same place. Well, <clears throat> my first impression was pretty good. Now, I wasn't. It's a very limited impression. I was watching Toronto and Philly in the NBA playoffs on one TV, and that Birmingham New Jersey game was on the other TV. I was going to. I was. I was watching it. it. Looked pretty good to me. The scene looked good. You must have missed, missed Paxton Lynch throwing interceptions then, left and right. Did he throw a few? He threw a few. Uh, you said quarterback plays the big deal here. I mean, it, it's nice to have the great broadcast team, the the big time. Fox setup for doing yeah, this. The setup looks good. That that helps. But it also is discouraging seeing empty stands there. And it's oh, gonna always be that. Was it? Yes. The only team that's gonna have good fans is Birmingham. Yeah, that's was a Birmingham was watching, team. Yeah. That's what I was watching, yeah. That's the only team that's gonna have a good attendance is the actual team that, that plays in that city. Or that's that's that has that name attached to them. They all play in the city, but they only have one team with the name attached to them. I understand. I'm curious how it'll go. I, I have a feeling it will not succeed like the rest of the leagues because I have history on my side for that. You do. But I will watch you it do have if it's on TV. Okay. Uh, we have many submissions for the mailbag. That's up next with Song of the Day on Early Break on the Ticket.